Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Shalom Aleichem to all the wonderful guests. Sitting right next to me is Shalom Aleichem. Moshel, Binyamin Moshel from Boca Raton. Shalom Aleichem. And we have with us a very, very chosh of a guest. Moshe Naiman, four days already. I might have said hello to him, but here he is. Very, he's leaving today. Shkoyach, Shkoyach for coming. Who else? We had, oh, also similar name, no? What's your name from Borough Park? Not even, not similar. Mati Mark. All right. Givaldic. Representing Borough Park. We have a few. Yudi's here. What? Yeah, Rabbi Braun also, but he's he's a regular. He's a regular. Huh? Who? I know, that's right. We we read the email. Big Simcha, son. All right. What do you name, Take? Huh? I was hoping Elio, but okay, fine. Oh, Shamalaikum, what's your name? Binyamin, Shamalaikum, welcome. All right. Oh, Nechemi Seltz is in the house. Also, yes. The back table. All right. Over here we have, somebody took a picture of somebody doing the daf on the train. And the guy that took the picture, he said that he was embarrassed. He was watching a podcast. And when he saw this individual learning the daf, he decided to start doing the daf himself. So you never know. I'm saying, when you learn in public like that, you don't know what a hashpad has. This individual has no idea. I think I'm going to say, he doesn't know that he's mashpi on somebody else to learn Torah. That's the hashpad you have. So not only are you gaining for yourself, but you don't know what hashpad you're doing to other people. Ragdan Wan says, I met you recently in Chicago and I attended your MDY for the first time. I'm currently loving learning Kedushin with you. I just received my free Gemara. I have two comments about recent Shurim. I'll start with the shorter, simpler comment. your son's upcoming bar mitzvah, Yaakov Subek. He says, eating fish. I don't remember which the dafa was, but you mentioned a friend who's a vegan. No, I didn't say he was a vegan. I said that he, maybe they can't afford fish so much or they don't like fish. I don't know what. They eat a tiny amount of tuna fish. I don't think he's accomplishing anything, he says. On Chagin, we're supposed to eat meat as a carbonus, which is also, uh, no, it's for Simcha. But on Shabbos, eating meat and on Shabbos. If you don't enjoy these things, there's no chiv to eat them. That's what he claims. Okay. No, this says the Mishabur, if you don't like, if you don't like fish, you don't need it. I think he likes it. He just wants to be Yotzezain, something else. Huh? There's always a chiv to eat dagim tuna fish. <laughs> Hi, Rebelli. Thanks so much for making the chart better from day to day. This is from Yosem Mizrahi, uh, a Satmar Chassid from Kiryas Yoel, uh, the, the owner of Gamzal Torah Zoom. And he says uh, the, the charts get better from day to day. Yosem is doing an amazing job. It's better, better. I love the new layout for the Psukim. Much clearer that the guy that sent the post yesterday. Nicer look. I'll vote for it. Then CNS Guttentag says, I love it. But the chapter and the verse at the bottom of the page should be bigger. And then Mike Lamb says, keep the colorful words. Your shear is not a boring magazine. Rabbi Sa'i, the Koilal, is sponsored by, may we merit the Crown Hashem, the Masech, the Lach and Lebovic families, Lakewood, New Jersey, because Torah and Achtos are the best gula. So Parnas Avram Albert, Alev, Ben Esther, Gabriel, Ben Yaminov, 
Happy birthday, No long winded wording in honor of Brain intact, unleash your full potential, should be the next tremendous success in all my endeavors. Art of the month, Yosef ben Chayesara, for all the schusim that come from supporting Limerat Toira. Now, I want to take this opportunity. We've been sitting on these amazing, amazing chairs. I only mentioned them once in the beginning of the Masechta, the first day. We were in a rush. And now that we had an opportunity to sit on them and enjoy them and benefit from them, I want to tell you, yes, what is it called? Cheer market, Thecheermarket.com. No, so Mr. Belsky came and donated all these chairs. These are the exact chairs that I was in the middle of purchasing, with the color, with everything, said, I can do it, I can do it for free. So, as a karsa toiv, I think anybody out there that has a wedding hall, that has a shul, that's thing, should check him up and pay him back. He gave us $20,000 donation, we should pay him back. If we're part of MDY, and I heard talking somebody with a hall, actually contacted him, I don't know what happened with it, but Bez Hashem, he'll make keifel keflayim, Yishkoyach, and his, it's Lila Nishmas, his son, Simcha, his son, Neshama should have an Aliyah, young guy in his 20s, was lifter. Another thing is, I want to sponsor this year. I had the big schos. For me, it's a big schos. Everybody takes for granted. You can speak to your father whenever you want. For me, to speak to my father is a whole ASIC. He doesn't have a phone, a different country. It's very, very difficult to reach him. And I spoke to him for 20 minutes. It was unbelievable. He's an he's American now in Miami. And uh, he called me for the bar mitzvah, and I got to speak to him for 20 minutes. But he told me an amazing thing. He said that he's, for Shabbosim, he spends by this person, Reb Gershom Fish, in North Miami Beach. And it happens to be that Reb Gershom Fish watches the shir. And he, the guy needs a refuah shleim of Bekarev. His name is, my father told me, Gershom Chaim Ben Frida. Reb Chaim changed his name, Freda, the Frida, whatever, something like that. But refuah shleim and I have a lot of Akarsa Toiv to him. It's, it's, uh, it's good that my father found Punkt, Reb Gershon, and Reb Gershon tells him all about it. Every time he's in the hospital, the shir, the shir. So a big shout out to Reb Gershon, big shout out to my holy father, Yishkoyach. Call again if anybody ever tells you that he saw this, call again. It's Givaldic. Okay, Reb Oisai, you take it for granted. He's, he's Shakuan learning, Yom Valayla. And then usually when I do speak to him, it's for two, three minutes now. Imam was. Oh, here it is. Lezeich Nishma Simcha Beryl David Ben. Okay, Givaldik. You're sitting on it. Are you enjoying it? It's Givaldik? Cheers, a girl. Omer Bechir Ber Abba. So, our boys said we're holding in the middle of a beautiful sugya. But, you know, these sugyas, they come and go. There's many sugis in Shas, the sugis of Agadita, the sugis of Lambdas, the sugis. Yeah, we're in the middle of Drusha sugis. Some people mamish love it. Hard to find them, but they're, they're out there. We're, we, have, we have a Pasuk that tells us that when a, a slave is redeemed by certain people, it could be three, there's three categories in this Pasuk. Redeemed by himself, that's in the middle, redeemed by his relatives, redeemed. By others. We had a machlagis yesterday. If he's redeemed by himself, we know that he goes out free. There's nobody to talk, there's nothing to talk about. He redeemed himself. But what if his relatives redeem him 
Does he have to work for the relatives? Or what if strangers redeem him? Does he have to work for the strangers? We have Machloikis, Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Saglili, Rebbe Yisaglili said, it was a combination sort of. Like the Ba'ela, the word Ba'ela says, it's not everything in this list, it's one, and you have to pick which one. Now, how do you pick which one? So they use the logic. Was a, it was a combination of like a, a word in the Pasuk, Ba'ela, slash logic. So basically he says, it makes sense that if a stranger redeems you, you should work for him. He has nothing to do with you. Why, why would he want to redeem you? He won't redeem you next time if you don't work for him. Work for him. But if a relative redeems you, you don't have to work for him. He's your relative. He'll redeem you. You know, he feels bad for you. He'll redeem you. And Rikim says, no, the opposite. If you don't work for your relative, you keep on going and telling yourself, okay, so that was that. Now we're holding six lines from the bottom. That's that, those two shitas. No, whether you are redeemed by your relatives, whether you're redeemed by a stranger, you go free. That's the sheet of Rebbe. Why? He doesn't have that extra word, Be'ila. He uses Be'ila to say that a slave, a Jewish slave that's sold to a guy, does not go out after six years. Remember? All the way on top of Amit Be'i, right here on this Amit, all the way on the top. And we'll just show this again. Why not? It was a question whether the atzmoi, you work for yourself, goes together with the relatives, you work, you work for yourself, you're free completely. Or the atzmoi goes downwards and says, just like you work for you, when you free yourself, you go out completely free. So too, when strangers redeem, you go out completely free. Rebbe says it goes in both directions. It goes everywhere. Up and down. MMA law. Whether it's Kraivim or Acherim, it's always like yourself, and you go out completely free. But learn from that sometimes you have to work for somebody. When they redeem you, you have to work either for a stranger or for relatives. So what does Rebbe do with this Top of the Zayin Very interesting. We're, we're, we, can, we can very much understand this halacha. You have a Aini Mishaluni, you know, whatever we want to call him. Imagine we rule, we have the Bati Dinim, it's all ours. And there's a non-Jew that's enslaving a from guy from our shul. So what do you do? You put out a false psaq, you can do all sorts of shtick and get him out. So the Torah is warning us, no. No shtick, no lying. If the, the non-Jew bought him, that's it. He works for him. End the story. Who said we're in control? Maybe we're not in control. If you're not in control, how are you going to start making shtick? In America, you're going to make shtick? A guy bought something, you can't take it out of him, you can't, oh, my, my Jewish court said you should release him. Okay, Shalom Yisrael. But if you're, you're in Eretz Yisrael and you rule, and you say, oh, my court said that every Shani V'chamishi goes out free, it's, it's the 15th year of the, of the Yoival cycle, you have to let him go. So uh, he's, he's no braira, you let him go. That you shouldn't do. So must be that we're talking about a, a non-Jew that's, under our rule, and the Torah is warning us, the only time he goes out from the non-Jew is on Yoival, and don't try to pull any shtick. New sugya. 
Ubishtar, it says that a slave is bought with a shtar. Minalan Omaula Omakro Imacheres Yikach Loi. This is the Pasuk by uh, Amma. It says that a person, I don't know if you noticed, but I did two things for this text. We took off the glow around it and we took off the timing. Okay? Huh? I thought the timing were, shows that it's a Pasuk, but since he, that was one of his Ha'aras, the timing is too much. What? It's very light. Yeah, there is glow, very slight. Still, to make it more interesting. Okay, a little bit, you tell me, we'll get three emails. Leave it the first way, but if two emails come in and say, leave it this way, we'll leave it this way. Fine. Meanwhile, going this way. We're going to start, we'll improve, we'll improve. So again, we had this passage earlier, the, the master takes another wife. In addition to the Alma Ivriya, to the Jewish slave that he has. So the Torah tells us, he was Miyadr, she became his wife, but she was first a, a Alma Ivriya, she was first a slave. You must treat her properly, just because you took a, another wife that wasn't a slave, doesn't mean that you're not to give her Sherek Susanayna. But the Torah, in the same passage, talks about a slave and a regular wife. So when you have two concepts in one passage, it's called a Hekesh. And the Hekesh tells us that they're similar. A regular wife and an Amma are similar. Just like the first mission of Kiddushin tells us. That a regular woman, you can be kind to her with a Shtar. So to the, the slave, the Jewish slave is also... Purchase Bishtar. And if she's purchased Bishtar, so Jewish man slave is also Bishtar. There's no difference between a woman and a man. Now the Yomar says, wait a minute. But this Machloik is whether the master writes the Bishtar or the actual slave writes the Bishtar. What's the difference? One is a purchaser, one is a seller. Now if you want to compare it to Kedushin, the husband who's sort of like the purchaser of the wife, he's acquiring the wife, he writes the Bishtar. But if the Amma or her father writes the Shtar. So it's like it would be similar to the woman in a Kiddushin writing the Shtar. And that doesn't work. We know that by Kiddushin, the husband writes the Shtar. He's the, the one acquiring. So by, by a Amma, it would be the one acquiring the Amma, which is the master. That's great. That's according to Rabbi Yosef. That's the Ravuna. But if the father, who's the seller, writes the star, it's not similar to Kedushin. So according to Rav Chizda, we have a little bit of a problem. So remember the name Ravuna. Ravuna goes well with our sugya. Ravuna says that the master writes the star, and therefore we learn from that, that the purchaser, the one acquiring the, I'm sorry, because like by Kedushin, the one acquiring the wife, he writes the star, the other one writes the star, everything is great. So if this has to come up with a new pshat. What's Rav Huna going to do with this pasuk? That we're going to see soon. But he has a new pasuk. That uh, Eved Knani, a non-Jewish slave, goes out. If the master pokes out his eye, breaks his tooth, he goes out free. Or the 24 Rosh Varim, The fingertips, the, 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 the 20 toes and fingers that we have, etc. So if you break one of those off, it goes out free. So 
that a Jewish slave does not go out. So the Gemara makes a, a diok. He doesn't go out like a slave, but he comes in like a slave. Doesn't go out but comes in with star comes in with the star. That's the Gemara Davi's question. Why did you pick star? There's other ways that you could purchase a slave. And maybe you should compare, you can make that the, that, that deal can say, he doesn't go out like a slave, but he comes in like a slave. Perhaps you can do chazaka. Now, how do you do chazaka? On a field, Akiva Sohoi told us, it's Naga the Parats. So how do you do kini chazaka with a slave, says Rashi? You tell the slave to do something for you. Go, take my, my briefcase from here to there. He does it, that's chazaka. Omakra. So that you could be kind of a slave. Bishtar, a Jewish slave. Bishtar, maybe you learn that you should be kind of a Jewish slave with Chazaka. That the Evet Nani is something you give Yerusha to your sons. You could acquire Evet Nani who's similar to a field. The Chazaka, but not a Jewish slave. But now the problem is, who told you to darshan like that? Oisam is a good limitation. You're limiting that you cannot purchase a Jewish slave with chazaka. Maybe it means you can't purchase a Jewish slave with a shtar. But we, we have a, what has the opposite of limitation? We have a ribuy. We have something that tells us that you should be like a, like a, like a slave. But which one is it? You have two in front of us. You have chazaka and you have shtar. And you decided it should be like a slave that... You could be kind of a Jewish slave with a star. But why do you decide that? So now that we learned enough Gemara lately, every time the Gemara says, Umaru Isa, why do you pick this over this? What's the answer? Mistabra. It's logic. Shtar, I picked Shtar over Israel. Shtar is very powerful. Shtar has the ability to divorce a woman. You can't divorce a woman with Chazaka. It would be like counterintuitive. You're going to tell her to do something for you and she's going to get divorced. I mean, but it doesn't work. So Shtar is very powerful. Chazaka also has a lot of power. Why? Let's say, if a convert, a ger, dies without any children, without any yarshim, so anybody can come along and acquire his possessions. We have to do Chazaka, you have to do the right thing, right? With the Maisa, with the woman, who, with the fence, the whole thing, you have to not go to the par, have to do one little thing, one hole in the ground, or whatever it is. How? Who are you going to do a star to? He's dead. Yeah, to yourself. Poor guy. <laughs> we got to change the guest seat. For <laughs> Men, do you come here? No way. <laughs> Poor guy. It's every day. It's the same story. Don't worry about it. First trip to Israel in 20 years is what I get. Really? Yeah. When did you get here? Friday. Friday took you all the way to... 20 years. You know this guy also? Who don't you know? 20 years. How does somebody not come to Israel 20 years? Unless you suck, man. I don't know. Wait a minute. Your name is David, right? What's your last name? Hochhauser. Hochhauser. Ah, you're the one that wrote the email. 
And David, ha- okay, so I just I just read an email from you. I really didn't know. I read an email from you. But there's a Hasidish of David Hochazir. He says, I didn't write that. So what do you... Uh, you spoke to him. Straighten it out. How, how are we going to go forward? How are we going to move forward? You won't be an issue anymore. Huh? He's David and you're David. And I need to know that. And I need to pay attention. Okay, fine. He is David. You're right. What, are you the same as Bacha? You... So he went off the derech, kind of. See you guys. Fine. So each one has a powerful thing. Shtar towards the woman, Chazaka. You could just pick up a beautiful mansion. If you just uh, make a hole in the ground, it becomes yours. We're talking about an Omer here. So what is it? The Gemara says, but in marriage, you don't find it. So the obvious answer is, because Oma has a lot to do with marriage. There's a concept of Yud. When you purchase her, you have the ability to marry her. So it's within that category of marriage. And therefore, we don't find the concept of chazaka in marriage, but we find the concept of shtar in marriage when you divorce a woman. That's why we take the pasuk. That imacheres is a hekesh between a ama and a woman. And we use that hekesh for shtar in a chazaka. Now, how do I actually know the concept of shtar? Not from this pasuk imacheres, Rashi points out right away. That I learned from an Evid from Karka. But which one to take? The Shtar or the Chazaka? I take Shtar because of the Nachers. Rav Huna, so we pointed out before. Rav Huna, does it, this whole possible is the answer, where does Rav Chizda, who doesn't hold that the master writes the Shtar, Rav Chizda holds that the father writes the Shtar, he has to come out to this possible. But what does Rav Huna do with this possible now? My Darjbe. So the Gemara... That a Jewish slave doesn't go out when the master pokes her eye out. He has to pay for the eye, but she doesn't go out free. But Rav Chiz also holds that. So he needs a, he needs a, a limut somewhere, and he already used up that whole pasuk. No, he didn't use up the whole pasuk. She shouldn't go out like a slave. My Okay. This, are, this is not even a limud. This is like a mefurish apostle. How do you know that a slave after six years goes out? And how do you know? Again, a mefurish apostle. No diyukim, no kavachimers, no gzir shavas. How do you know that you can prorate the amount of time that he worked? And give back to the master the, the remaining money and go out. How does a slave acquire himself? With money, the value of money in Ishtar. So if you look at this pasuk for a second, if you're writing, this pasuk, right? There's, it's telling you that you can prorate the amount of work. So how would you write? If there's more years left over, based on that, that's how much he has to pay back. What's Yashiv Gulasai? So the Gemara says the word Yashiv is actually to teach us that value, something that has the value of money is like money. 
There's a, a bacher in Bnei Brak who burnt a hole in his friend's jacket. It happened to me actually. I was in uh, Germany and I bought a, I was on a whole trip with, a, with my friend. We went, I, did I say this Maisa? Okay, fine. We, we wanted to go to Franz Hassan in Belgium and my friend came up with a genius idea that there's a Yugo Boss uh, factory outlet. I'm not going to say the whole story, but there's a factory in uh, Stuttgart, whatever it's called over there in Germany, that Stuttgart. And uh, they sell boss suits for mama's cheap. The kids, sir, we bought a whole bunch of suits. And one of the things I bought was a nice long coat. And I was here in Eretz in the mirror, in the Tachanam Kazit, and a chayal burnt my, a hole right through my coat. And I told him, I said, look what you just did. You, you, the ashes went through my things. Like that, he went like that. But this bacher, this bacher wanted to pay the guy back. He burnt the hole in a suit. So he went to the Rashivan Panovich and he said, this egg that I eat in the morning, is it mine to be Mikadosh a woman? He said, yeah. So the guy collected eggs and he'd pay him back eggs. Every week he gave like, a, I think it's my egg. It's my egg to be Mikadosh a woman. The Rashivan said, it's mine. So every week he gave him 12 eggs. And at the end of the year he says, I'm not high of a suit anymore. I gave you 300 eggs from Panovich. That was your payment. Now I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. We discussed it already. If you go to a wedding, is it yours to be Mikadosh a woman or not? Is it, it becomes yours when you put it in your mouth. Do you have the right to take it home? My pepeep, the whole zach. We went through that a different suya, a different time. Okay. Oh, should I tell you my pepeep? No. No, no, no. It's okay. So what's, but what's the shtar? What's going on here with shtar? How does he go on with the shtar? He named the cost of the In English, this would be called probably a check. A person writes a shtar that I owe you money. People actually saw Svarim that bring down from this Sugi Mamish about star, about a check. It's Mamish considered money. Hainu Kesef. There's no chid. You wouldn't say Kesef and a shta, and a check. It's the same. One and the same. Uh, money and a wire. So it's all the same. Ela Shichur. So I'm talking about that it's, it says words in a star. You are free. Like a Eviknani. That's how you release a Eviknani. You write him star Shichur. Ask the Gemara. And now here, Rabbi Yisai, don't look inside for a second. I should have asked this question at the beginning of the year. I wanted to. What do you think? Menachem is looking forward and he's going to answer. You can't answer now. That's it. Whoever looks inside, loses. Does the Evid Ivri, now you know it's a trick question, so you're going to answer if I cared of what you think. Evid Ivri, is his body owned by you? Or you just, he gets to, he works by you. What, do you, what does the Eilam say? With a show of hands, is the Evid Ivri, is, he, is his body owned by you? No? Does every. A show of hands. A show of hands. Of course, you see next to Menachem you. Gnevis Das. You look. Even worse. Both of you. Okay, so nobody picked up their hands. Great. You're all doing terrible today. Yeah, because he also <laughs> look at him. Look at that smirk. How can you look at him? I wish he had a camera going that way. Zakti Gemara says, says Gemara, why do you need a star shikhr for a Jewish slave? What is that? What happened? You paid him a thousand dollars. He has to work here for two years, six years. Be Michael him the thousand dollars. He could go free. It's like any other loan, right? In front of two people, say, I'm you. Say in front of a peasant if you want to. Zil, get out of here. Amarava says, Rav, unbelievable. 
It was just for this, it was Kedai to come to the Shir. If you didn't understand one word of all these Limudim, take this away. One thing. So it's a Meres, Eved Ivri, Gufoi Kanui. A Chiddush that you can't even believe. You own the Jewish slave. For what? For his work. Not like you own a, a, a Goyish slave. Mamish like a, like a, like a animal, like a behemoth, whatever. Okay, erase that on YouTube. But, but you own him, you own his body for the Malacha. And therefore, you don't have the right to, to say, I'm Michael you. There's no Michael. You own him. You can't be Michael. I can't take uh, uh, my computer and say, oh, I'm Michael my computer. I'm Michael it and you, you have it. That's not how it works. You're abandoning your thing if it's your goof. I hear uh, it's not going to work. We have to find out why. I hear what you're saying. You're saying, how come Wafka doesn't work? His goof is kind of, no, because, because it's one of these things. Could you, uh, could you abandon your wife? There's a, there's a little bit of a king in. I'm not, I'm not comparing. I'm not saying, but the certain king Yonim, when you own, it's not, you, again, you don't own it like a, like a, like a, like a metalcalin. You don't own a Evid Ivory like you own an animal and you could abandon. It's a different king. You own him for his work. Whatever that means. Who says you can abandon? It's a halacha kind of Kenyan. And for that, you need, huh? Tysus has Kasha. Oi, I didn't see this Tysus. And he says, what? I'm trying to do all Tysus in. Okay. See? Chaval. I could have said, ah, Tysus. Okay. Huh? He says, very good. We know there's other Yitzis besides Shtar. Okay, good Kashi. What's your name again? And you live over here, around here? Huh? So you're going to come every day? It's not so far. It's seven minutes away. How far? Okay. It's just like these guys are living in Gimel. It's not that... Uh, it's a nice little shop. Is it, a, is it a good place to build a new MDY center? Great place. Okay, we'll talk afterwards. You got to move to a little fire or something. Oh, Varav Shemach Machul. All right, so you see this Yisoyed, that it's not enough just to, to say, oh, I'm letting you out. But you know what? At the end of the day, there's something that you would you think that you need like a star. When a person does an Avera, the Chiddush is that we can just do Tshuva. You can make a Achlata in your head. You can say, I'm, I'm leaving it, I'm not going back to it, whatever you have to do, but you can make, it's easy, it's a mamish, a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Elo, Tshuva, certain things, you have to make a document, you have to this, it's harder, not, not Tshuva. Okay. Yisera Olav, Machol, Chila. Yisera Olav, Amar Ivriya. Amar has one thing that uh, Ebed Ivri doesn't have, and that is when she matures, she becomes a Naira, and she has Simanim, she goes out. Amar Rishlokish. And we're going to be dealing with this Rishlokish the whole day today. Rishlokish says, in addition to all the things that it have in the Mishnah, that a uh, Amar Ivriya goes out, I have another Chiddush. There's an, another thing that the Mishnah doesn't discuss. Mishos Adoin. 
when her own father dies, she leaves her master's rishos. Oy vavoy. I can't believe how late it is. Okay. So I won't say the joke. Fine, I will say the joke. There was a... Mr. Saab, Mr. Same. There was a, uh, a guy's in the hospital with his wife visiting the Shriger. And the doctor says, I, need sp- I have to speak to you urgently. So he says, you stay here. I'll take care of it. He goes, speaks to the doctor. He comes out. The wife says, well, what, what did he say? Oh, he said that uh, we should get ready. Your mother is going to move in to our house and live there forever. She says, that's what he said? No, he didn't say it like that. What he said is, get ready for the worst of the worst. Bemisasav. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, whatever. It's a middle drushes. It's a middle drushes sugya. It's not. Hello. Okay. Bemisa sa'av rishus odoin. See, hear this. It's unbelievable, says Rishlokish. And, and we're going to, the entire Ahmed is about knocking Rishlokish and proving that he's wrong and finally going to prove that he's wrong. He has a kavachaymer that if the father of this girl dies and she's a slave, she goes out. When she has simonim, she doesn't leave her father's possession, her, her, her father's rishos, domain. He, but but he get, you're right, there's certain things he can't do. But so for certain things, yes, but for Maisiodayim, he still retains ownership over her salary and everything else. So simonim are not strong enough to take her out from the father's rishos. Maisiodayim is strong enough to... To release her from her master, Misa Shemitzim Shusav. When when her own father dies, then her Maisi Yadayim go to herself, not to her brothers. There's no Yerusha on her Maisi Yadayim. So certainly, when her father dies, he should leave the master's Rishos. Mesvi says, it says in the Raisa, in the Mishnah, that Omer uh, uh, acquires itself with Simonim. Vimisa, if you're right, Rishlokish, the obvious question, how come it's not in the Mishnah? It says Gemara Tanavishia, this famous Sugya. The, the Mishnah doesn't say them all, like Tysus says. It doesn't say it all. It says Shtar and there's Hefkir. Okay, so it left something out. My Shir dies here, but the Gemara always asks if you leave something out, you have to leave at least more than one thing. You can't just leave one thing out that doesn't make sense, then put it in the list. But if you have more than one thing, you can say the list is a very long list. I don't want to say the whole list. My Shir dies here. Shir this is something called Mrs. Adin, that when the actual master dies, she is released. But that's not true, that's not a good, that's not considered leaving it off the list. They came and give Nami Bish, like a Tani. Let me ask you something, Rabbi think about it for a second. If the master dies, does a Jewish slave man work for the son? Yes. Yes. So then why does the Gemara say no? Because we're talking about a Nirza. You have to pay attention to that. It's a trick. If a Jewish man slave who's a nirtza who had his ear punctured, his master dies, that's the only way he could go out. Mrs. Adain and Yoival, remember? Then, oh, so it's not a good list. You can't say, oh, we left off Mrs. Adain. It's also by a man. It's not only specific to a woman. You want to say, you say, Rolov, that a, that a Jewish woman, she has something special. She goes up to Simonim. And she has something else special. She goes out when the master dies. Not true. It's not special. A man also goes out when the master dies. So maybe it's not part of the list. Vela Nisni. But according to your Shlakish, how come it's not in the Mishnah? You just told me an extra way of her going out. When her own father dies, she goes out. How come it's not in the Mishnah? 
When it's something very specific, the six years, the Yovel, we know exactly when Yovel is. We know how much Geroin Kesef is. We know that she wor- he was purchased for 600, worked for three years. We know exactly to the dollar how much money is owed here. I don't know. I don't know when the father is going to die. I have no idea. Maybe he'll live forever. Maybe he'll die tomorrow. Maybe he'll die the next day. So maybe I'm not talking about it. Now, Rabbi Isai, this sugya, we're going to have a word for word three times, basically. But Simonim also, I don't know when she's going to have Simonim. It could be 12 and a half. It could be 14 and a half. It could be anything. And we're going to have this Rav Safra three times. You're right. I don't know when she's going to have Simonim. But one thing I do know, that there's a, there's a, there's a, a limit downwards, a lower, a lower limit. That what? The Sanya. Whether you're talking girl, boy, that's a sugi in Nida. But the bottom line is that if a nine-year-old has simonim, two hairs, shuma, we say it's, it's from a mole. It's not, it doesn't show maturity. If the simonim remain after they become an adult, so basically you have a machlaikas. If the Cyrus, the Simonim, started when she was younger and they remained there until she was already an adult, does it count as Simonim or not? If the Simonim came when she was already 13, in other words, 12 in a day, then according to everybody, it's a Simon. So in other words, there's a lower limit. Nine, nine years old is like this, 13 years old is like that. We don't know when it's going to come, but there's limits downward. In honor of my uncle, Rebbe Chon, president of Zizchus, for a year, filled with Mazel Brochat, Parnasu Berevach, and by Greg Haber, Brochat Parnasu, Atzlach Abrios, for his family, Rebelli, and all MDY, and everyone doing the Dav. Mazel Rav Another question of Shlokas. Shlokas says that uh, Amma Ivriya goes out when her father dies. First of all, Stama, this is, you know, I think it's pushed everybody, we'll see it again. Anara is from 12, if she brings Simonim to 12 and a half. That's the whole age of Anara. And from there on, it's Bergeras. Now, here goes, Arba Manikim Lem. There are four types of slaves that get gifts, parting gifts. Three of them are only possible by man, the blue, and three of them are only possible by the girl, the pink. One who goes out after six years, one who goes out beyond are both by man or woman. Nirza, and now pay attention to the gold because that's, that's the only thing that's gonna change here, is that the third one is a Evid that had his ears pierced. When his master dies, he goes out. That's not possible by a woman, why? Because a woman doesn't get her ear pierced. And Yosef Bissimonim is special for the girl. So, says the, says the Gemara. We're going to see Machlaikis in this. Neither the boy or the girl have four. And if Shlokish is right, that is something called Misa Sav, when the father dies, she goes out. Add that to the list. There's five. And if you're going to say, the list is not complete, it should have been five, but we just said four. But it is complete. Huh? 
Yeah, Arba. Arba is very specific. Tano Dovashesh like kids for Katani, even Dovashin like kids for Katani. And if you'll say, and we had this, right? You say, well, maybe the Tano only said something that has a limit. But something that doesn't have a limit, we don't know when the father's going to die, so that's why it's not on the list. But Simonim, then like kids for Katani, but Simonim is on the list. Like Rav says, we had this also. But he says, oh, Rav Safra says that there's a limit, there's a lower limit. So if you look at the third one on the list, the one in gold, what is it? Mirza, when the master dies. Okay? So what the Gemara is going to do here is going to take that one out. If we take the gold out and switch it to something else, then we don't have this question. The question is, look, there's something on the list that doesn't have a limit. I don't know when the master is going to die. Says Gemara, take it out. Oh, if you take it out, but you have to fill it in with something. Here's the new list. So I, I, we scratch out Misa Sadain. I leave Ritzia just going out in Yoival. Maybe I don't like it so much. Why? Because it's similar to the one right above it. But it's considered for. It's Yoival of a Ritzia. It's different. If you're right that Misas Adan is one of them, look at that. If, if the red line, Misas Adan, is one of them, wait a minute. A, a woman has all four because when her master dies, she leaves. So the list is actually four, not three. So therefore, I have to scratch out Misas Adan, which doesn't apply to a woman. And put in Nirza Biyoyvel, which doesn't apply to, which, I'm sorry, Mrs. Sadden does apply to a woman. No. Nirza Biyoyvel doesn't apply to a woman. And now the list makes sense. Okay, another question on Rishlakish. Again, Rishlakish says that the mission is not complete. There's another way that Amr goes out, and that is when her father dies. These are the, the, the slaves that you give gifts when they leave. I once heard, but I couldn't find it today, I didn't have time, that like in Canada, maybe it's an old minute, when somebody would leave prison, they'd give him like a horse and a place, I don't know, some sort of minute. I remember something like that, I might be completely wrong. So over here, look at this list. This is completely different than what we learned. Take out everything we just learned. I'm sorry, that's, it's its own thing. Not Yoitzev, not Yoivel Misa Sadan, Misa Sadan. A new thing. V'omer Ivriya B'Simonim. V'misa, there's a new b'raisa. V'misa, Nisthinam Misav. How come this list doesn't have the death of a father like Rishlakr said? V'chidei Metana V'shir. You'll say, oh, the list is not complete. V'yelukutani. It says, these are very specific. V'chidei Metana V'shir. Shlikit Zvikutani, Dovashir. Shlikit Zvikutani. And we can say, the list doesn't contain something that doesn't have a, a limit. Simon don't have a limit. Oh, Rav Safra explained, doesn't have a limit downward, lower limit, but it has upper limit. It has a lower limit, but not upper limit. Oh, but this gold one, Mrs. Adain, is in the list, and it doesn't have a kitzvah, it doesn't have a limit. To you, the Rishlakish, to you, the bomb question, Rishlakish, I don't have an answer. Shalma Yisrael. But the problem is, where Rishlakish, Kavachayim Omar, you brought a Kavachaymer from Simonim to Misasav. What do we do with this Kavachaymer? It's a great Kavachaymer. Says the Gemara, it's not a great Kavachaymer. Kavachaymer, Prichay. Yishim Deikel, the Mivrach, Malas Simonim, Shinishtana, Guf. 
Simonim is very powerful. Why does she go out with Simonim? Because she's a different person. Before she was a Tana, now she's a Naira. She changed. This is not the person I bought. You bought a different person. It's like a Tinek Shinoila dummy sort of thing. When a father dies, nothing happened to her. I thought there's a Murray Dikit Taisvis, even though we don't have that much time, but let's see it inside. Let's like call the Achnes because the Chaimer asked Taisus. Umas Simonim Shav Bishin Shtana Guf. Anyone who is Mishu Shav Simonim, even though she is a changed person, she remains in her father's possession. Vafiloachim Moitzim Mishu Sadai. Nevertheless, she leaves her master's Rishos. Misa Shav Bishin Shlo Nishtana Guf Moitzim Mishu Sadav. Anything she Moitzim Mishu Sadai. So death, even though nothing happened, the father dies. Nothing happened to her body. She's the same person, and she leaves her father's Rishos. Certainly, she should leave. Listen to this. I want it for the answer. This is not the body, and this Tyson explains the sugya. This is not the person you bought. Now listen to this. By father, you can't say, oh, she's a different person. What's this enigma, you know? Okay, you're not gonna. I taught the life to the finish in the story. I don't care what the father did to you. I don't care what you did to the father. You can be Michal Shabbos. You can do this, this, that. Tat is a tat, and the same thing with the Rebbeinu Shalom. Tat of Inu Shabbos Shemayim is always our father, no matter what. Huh? That's not important anymore. We got to the point that I wanted. Beautiful. Yeah. Says the Gemara. Shabbos at eight forty-five, please. Mother. Where are we? Oh, okay. Yeah, hold on. Tanichado, we learn one place. We have a contradiction. Why? It says the gift goes to the to the to the to the Jewish man slave. That makes a lot of sense. She works, she gets the gift. The problem is we have a brayzer that says the opposite. Only by Oma. The father gets her gift. What do we do? Does she get the gift, or does the father get the gift? If she finds something, it goes to her father. She finds a diamond, but she, you have to pay back the 25 minutes that it took her to find it and give it to her father the whole thing. So this is a good raya to Rishlakish. We already shlugged him up, but there's a raya that what? How do you explain the contradiction? Must be that when the father, when she goes out, She's still in the rushus of the father until she until she becomes a big heiress. Then she gets to keep it for herself. No, not like Rishlaka. She went out One case, she doesn't have a father, she gets to keep it. One case, she does have a father, she doesn't get to keep it. Says the Gemara. Why do I have to say that she gets to keep it? To tell me that she doesn't give it to the brothers, even though her father died. goes to the Birusha. But not your own daughters, not Amarvia. Why would I think that you could take a slave's gift and take it? Why? Who else should get it? Elaman. There's a small little yud. And you made from it a big country. In other words, 
The Tana shouldn't have said, oh, that the man's gift goes to himself. The, the whole Chiddush is that the woman's gift goes to herself. Or the woman's, but not the man, of course the man's gift goes to himself. Boys, I just want to show you this real quickly because we changed it from yesterday. This is Givaldic. Check this out. This is what we call Look how simple this is now. You know, she did a little addition and everything is that much better. You have three people, a Malva, Loiva, and a Shlishi. So the Malva took money, gave it to the Loiva. The Loiva took money, gave it to the Shlishi. Says the Gemara, typically speaking, Shibudur means the Shlishi gives it directly to the Malva. The Malva doesn't have to go to the Loiva. In this case, when the slave acquires a gift, he doesn't give it to, the, 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 the master shouldn't give it to the Shlishi. He should give it directly to the slave and only to the slave. Raboisai, have a wonderful day. Oh, yeah.